Hey guys, welcome to another episode of Create Brevity. I'm your host, E-Director. And for this week's episode, I want to talk to you guys about how to deal with disappointment. Um, This goes with some of the topics that we've discussed before about mistakes and manifesting and about resistance and about dealing with your emotions. But I want to talk about a specific emotion today. I want to talk about disappointment. So before we get started, just want a quick reminder that uh, we do have an awesome blog on our website, www.createbrevity.com. And it has lots of tips and it has lots of um, helpful advice for conscious manifestors. So please check that out if you're interested. And we do also offer one-on-one coaching. So let's begin. Disappointment. Uh, (laughs) It's such a negative emotion and it's so tied in with shame and embarrassment. But disappointment's a little bit different. I think uh, shame and embarrassment might be at the root of it. But disappointment specifically, it comes from not meeting expectations, right? Either for yourself or for a situation or expectations that you have other people and they're kind of failing to meet them. Now, the thing that you guys have to understand about having high expectations is that high expectations basically set you up for failure in that you are basing your happiness on something else happening for you. So for example, you're saying, if my SP doesn't show up a certain way, if it doesn't text me 50 times a day, then I'm going to be disappointed. Or if um, I don't get that exact type of uh, birthday cake or that exact Christmas present that I wanted, okay? That's my expectation. It doesn't get met. Now I'm going to be unhappy. That's the only thing that's going to make me happy. Now, high expectations, that doesn't necessarily mean that you should have none, okay? But what you should do is make peace with the fact that you have this expectation. And even if whatever you get or whatever your SP does doesn't quite meet it, okay, it's not going to completely turn your life upside down. Okay, because see, the thing is, when we set it up so other people control our moods and our happiness or other things control our moods and our happiness, okay, we're giving up control. We're actually kind of allowing something to potentially victimize us, okay? And we do that because we make getting something or receiving something or... um the the situation that we find ourselves in say something about who we are and we are not our life circumstances and we are certainly not our sps we're not the you know college acceptance letter that we want okay we're something outside of that so you need to start to learn how to navigate life as being who you are okay and all of these things okay that are happening as being sort of choices, okay? They're objects of focus that you can choose to give your attention to, okay, when you need to. But you're existing kind of removed from it. You're detached from it. It's that little bit of space that you give something, okay? That's what actually keeps you from getting sucked in, 
okay, and mired in that disappointment. It allows you to feel the disappointment, okay, and I feel it. I can sit with it, maybe if it's something big, if it's something I really, really wanted and I had high expectations for, okay? But then as I feel it, I come to terms with the fact that I'm still here, I'm still having a good day, and I can kind of remove myself from from that disappointment. Um, and I, I just feel like that is going to be the best way to get over disappointment. So I've got a lot of questions from people. You know, they they hear the podcast, um, they've talked to potentially other coaches, and they kind of get similar answers or versions of similar answers, and they're wondering, they're kind of coming to me with a, yeah, it sounds so easy, but... And I'm here to tell you that it is not easy sometimes. It's really not, okay? We have been trained since we were little kids to look outside of ourselves for happiness and to get validation from other people and things and places. So it's hard to stop doing that. But it is a simple idea. And if you can really kind of wrap your mind around it and its simplicity... When you find yourself doing it, okay, you can pull yourself out a lot faster. Um, you're never going to be in a place where you experience zero pain or disappointment because that's not, you know, the way that the universe works, right? We have good and bad, you know, light and dark. So it's a balance. Um, but just like it's a balance in life, you don't want to let your emotions be out of balance. You don't want to let disappointment override and be your overriding you know, feeling that you have throughout the day when you know it's supposed to be a balance. You're supposed to feel happy as well. You're supposed to feel joy. So feeling a little bit of disappointment, okay, that something didn't work out, that's completely normal, and that's fine, okay? It's if that feeling stays with you, okay, and, it, and you feel like it's just trapped in your body, and no matter what you do, it's always going to be there. You know, in situations like that, that's when you really have to sit with yourself and you really have to ask yourself why this is the overriding emotion that you're feeling all day. And and your answer, sometimes the answers will surprise you, okay? And I say that it's normal because I do have a lot of people who have started manifesting and they sort of feel like manifesting is going to solve all of their problems and that they're not supposed to feel sad ever again or disappointed or embarrassed. And that's just not the way it goes, you know, unfortunately. Um, the only thing that manifesting gives you is it gives you that perspective on life and on yourself that, in fact, it is supposed to be a balance. So if I feel disappointment now, I can feel joy later. I can take myself out of this situation. I can detach, okay? And it gives you the perspective to focus on yourself. Because really, anytime anything is a big disappointment to you, it's really showing you something about yourself, right? You're Anytime you get disappointed by something and you feel really charged up, um, what your body is trying to tell you is that, hey, um, something's not connecting. Something's not working. Okay, I'm, I'm literally giving you a response, a physical response. Please pay attention to me right? And that, that's what it's saying. Heal me, right? Focus on me a little bit, okay? So that's why in moments like that, you do want to focus on yourself. You want to go the natural route, 
a lot of times people, they will feel embarrassed. They'll feel disappointed. Um, they'll feel sort of a heaviness on their chest. I, for me, whenever I feel anything, any of my emotions, I tend to feel them in my throat and in my, um, collarbone area. Okay. And, um, so I know right then, oh, I'm getting kind of a twingy feeling in my throat, um, like a tickle. Okay, my body is literally telling me I need to give my emotions, um, I need to release them, I need to pay attention to them, okay? It's just like anything else. If you trip and fall, right, off the sidewalk and your ankle starts to hurt, your ankle is telling you that it, there's something wrong. It's the same thing with your feelings, okay? And it's just your body and your mind working to protect you, okay? They're trying to keep you from getting hurt again, okay? They're trying to make sure that um, you stay safe. And safety usually, okay, for most people is in the familiar. It's in their routines. It's, it's in something that they know. So it's your body's just trying to keep you um, in the same place. And so is your mind. But we know as conscious manifestors that we need to grow and that we need to transform. So yes, it, sometimes it can feel like work and it can feel hard. But at the end of the day, the concept is very simple. Now, um, I want to share with you guys one way that I like to focus in on myself. And we will have a, a, a matching blog post about this as well if you want to check out the website. Um, but one of the things that I like to do and I started doing when I first started uh, manifesting is I would, as I would focus on myself, I would start to kind of have a almost like a dialogue with myself. Um, I'm not actually talking to myself out loud, although you can if you'd like. Uh, But these are just sort of inner thoughts that I like to sit with. And um, I started uh, asking myself, you know, what are the things that I like? Okay. If today was my last day, right, what would I like to do? Okay. That way I could really focus on the things I want to do, on the things I want to like. Uh, rather than all the external stuff that's sort of just beating down on me. And I started asking myself questions like that. And I discovered, or rather rediscovered, the the Proust questionnaire. And the Proust questionnaire is great because it is 35 questions. And they're some of the most introspective and and self-reflective questions that you could come up with. Okay, And they really help you focus in on the things that you like, you know, there's questions like, what is your idea of perfect happiness? Okay. What is your current state of mind? What is uh, the quality you most admire about a man or a woman? Right. Um, what do you think is the most overrated virtue? And, and things like that. These are all things that most people, myself included, thought I knew the answers to. But as I really started sitting down with with these questions, I realized that I I sometimes knew less about myself than I really thought I did. For example, the question about perfect happiness, that took me much longer than I thought it would. You know, I thought it would just be this natural thing. I know what happy looks like. But the truth is, is that it's a mixed bag. And I really had to, had to sit there and focus on what I really think of when I think of the word happy. When I think of my most perfect happiness, right? Same thing 
okay, with um, overrated virtue, right? I really had to go through all the virtues and, and kind of think, what, what do I think is overrated? What do I think is overrated about in general, about myself? Um, and, and you'll find as you go through this, right, that you'll, you have unexpected answers, right? You're going to, some things are going to pop up right away. Some things you're going to, you know, really, really know very well about yourself. And other things are just things that you never thought to ask yourself, you know, maybe you were waiting for someone else to ask and maybe you were waiting for it to be discovered, but you don't have to wait anymore. If, if that's the case, you can give it to yourself. You can ask yourself these questions and, and really ponder. And what you find as you focus in on, on questions like this and, and asking yourself what your state of mind is and, and kind of what you like to do you find that it kind of actually hones your attention in on the things that you want, right? Whenever they say, focus on what you want, not on what you don't want, right? This really helps because you're going to be spending your time thinking about all the things that make you happy. And it kind of makes the rest of it fade away, kind of like background noise. And as you focus in on what makes you happy, you realize you have less time for the things that don't. For example, um, what quality do you most admire about a man or a woman? If you really focus in on the way confidence is this quality that you really like, or um, stability is a quality that you really, really like about men or women, then suddenly anyone who's not confident or stable, they're just, right? They're just not cutting it anymore. And it, it really allows you to kind of detach, okay? And kind of see things and situations, right? So if the quality you most admire, okay, about yourself is that sort of can-do spirit, okay, then you'll start noticing the can-do spirit more about yourself. And anyone that doesn't match that, okay, it's, it's just not going to fit in with how you see yourself right at the moment, right? And I, like I said, we will have a blog post with that questionnaire, okay, and with a little bit more information about it, if you want to check it out at createbrevity.com. But this is not the be on the end all, of course. If you are interested in just looking up self-reflective questions on Google, or if there's some conversations that you've always kind of wished that you could have with someone, for example, if you love movies, okay, start kind of going through the movies that you love and why, okay? See if anything pops up for you. Sometimes it it can be hard to go within ourselves, but we can kind of relate to characters, right? There's reasons why we like characters on the screen or on the page, okay? And they can sometimes help us discover things about ourselves, right? Because a lot of times with language, the emphasis that we hear, okay, on certain words, on certain pronunciations, they only kind of pop up to us because of the fact that the, the words are something that resonate with us. So kind of, if you're finding it hard to, to do this for you, think of different characters or in the film or in books that you've liked and see if maybe something about their circumstances resonates with you and, and see if that'll kind of give you a little bit of an opening into focusing on yourself and, and introspection. Okay, so guys, that's basically one of the best ways that I found to deal with disappointment. It's, uh, it's that inner work and, and that self-focus. 
So I hope you guys enjoyed this podcast today. I really hope it helps you. I, and as always, you know, love and light. Thank you so much for listening. Have a wonderful day.